Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. If you're learning a foreign language, well, welcome. This is hopefully the last and only podcast you'll ever need to find out how to go about doing it better, smarter, faster. I have over 15 years of experience learning and teaching languages, and I try to package all of that up and deliver it to you for your uh, listening and learning pleasure in uh, bite-sized episodes of around 15 minutes, although they are very rarely 15 minutes. They're either more like, I don't know, 45, 45 minutes or something like that. At least recently they have been. So uh, whether you've got 15 or 45 minutes to spare to listen to podcasts on your commute, either way, you should hit subscribe to make sure you don't uh, miss an episode. And also, if you've got friends who are learning languages, send them a quick text or WhatsApp messages or what I don't know, whatever the kid, Instagram messages, whatever the kids use these days. Send them a message. Say, hey, go and check out the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. They will thank you for it, hopefully. All right. I have been having tons and tons of fun with Italian. Uh, this partly explains why I haven't been releasing uh, episodes as regularly for the last couple of weeks. Uh, I've been very busy focusing on Italian and um, I don't think I'm going to talk about Italian that much on the podcast because I'm covering it a lot on the YouTube videos. And to be honest with you, with like what with actually learning the language and then having to put videos together and blog posts every week, it's, <laughs> it's enough. <laughs> I think it's a lot of work. Uh, so if you do want to follow along with this project and see all these cool videos I'm making all around London, make sure to go over to YouTube and subscribe to my channel to search for I Will Teach You a Language. I've also created some very useful pages on the blog, which are all about this Italian project. I've got all the videos and updates in one place, all the blog posts, every resource that I've been using. I'm also, uh, I'm also putting that in in these in these pages so that it's like a big directory of everything. So I'll put the link to to that in the show notes which will be at IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 268. Uh, so if you are learning Italian, you'll definitely want to to bookmark that. Um, what else? So much, I don't even know where to start. Um, September the 25th, I believe, although I'm not, don't quote me on that, uh, there's a great event in London called the Language Masters event, and it's a celebration of Michel Thomas and his life, and uh, we are doing an event at the offices of Teach Yourself in uh, in uh, in central London. It'd be a great event. It'll be me, uh, Lindsay Williams, Richard Simcott, and Alex Rawlings. So it'll be a panel discussion on how languages should be learned in the 21st century. Uh, and if you'd like to come along to that, then you can go to go to my website, go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com, and you can scroll down to the bottom, and there's a there's a, a little section there called Meet Ollie. And then if you go there, you'll find out, yeah, I've got a link to tickets. Um, they're really cheap. It's like £10. So where you can come. There will also be something very special happening, about, uh, happening at that event related to that same thing that I've been teasing you with for years now, saying I can't tell you about it. But I will be able to tell you about it at that event. It's when it's all going to be released. So if you're in London, please come down. It'd be great to see you. And... Um, uh, and yeah, you'll find out what all this secrecy is all about. Anyway, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, the wonderful iTalkie, who hopefully aren't too annoyed with me for not having been putting out so many podcasts recently. Nevertheless, 
I am getting ready to go on a bit of an italki binge because, as you may know, after my one-month mark of learning Italian, I'm going to be starting to speak a lot and I will be using italki like there is no tomorrow. If you'd like to get a lesson in the language you're learning with a professional teacher or an informal tutor, then italki is the best place to do that. You can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson to get a free lesson, funnily enough. All right, let's hear today's question from Ron. Uh, hey, Ali, my name is Ron in the U.S. I'm learning Spanish, and I was curious if you had any tips on memorizing um, conjugation, not just of different verbs, but like when you start getting into past tense, future tense, things like that with various languages. Do you just take the time to memorize the uh, conjugations and then practice with a speaker on italki, or what's the best way to go about doing that? Thanks so much. Hey, Ron, thank you very much for your question. It's a nice, concise question as well, which is great. Verb conjugations, right then. So, so many languages, especially Romance languages, have verb conjugations. English doesn't so much. It's pretty easy. In English, you just say, I am. Well, actually, I am. That's a different case. Uh, I go, you go, he goes. I went, you went, he went. It's pretty easy in English. But in Spanish and other languages, it can be a little bit tricky because the verbs always conjugate. Yo voy, tú vas, él va. Yo iba, tu ibas, and so on. And so the question is, well, how do you go about memorizing these? Because if one thing is actually memorizing the conjugations of these verbs, you different verbs that conjugate in different ways, depending on the ending of the verb. But then when the tense changes and you put it in the subjunctive or the different past tenses, they all change as well. So it is, you know, it is a, it's a serious feature a serious grammatical feature of lots of different languages. And um, as such, there's no quick fix or silver bullet. So let me, I'm going to answer this question in a few different ways. I'm going to tell you what I think the, the kind of overriding principles are. I'll tell you what I did when I first started learning languages. And I'll also tell you about what I'm doing now with my Italian. Because I think, Ron, this might be the most interesting part for you, actually, because you're going to get to see me doing it as I'm making these YouTube videos about it. So... Back in the day, I mean, let's think, 1999, I was first learning French, and I was sitting in my bedroom in North London, spending most of my time with my grammar textbooks. I, I used to buy these grammar activity, gra like grammar practice books. So like you would, um, you just have pages and pages of tests on different elements of grammar. And I used to just go through those, you know, trying to get my, wrap my head around it. And I remember also I would often like copy out complete verb tables over and over again from memory until, until I got them right. So I used to do a lot of that because I didn't know any better. And then later on, I kind of, I would go to, I went to France and then through a process of speaking a lot, that stuff starts to become normal and, and, and natural. And the thing about verb conjugations is that you don't need all of them. In fact, you, what you probably find is, in daily life, you you know, most of the time you're only using the first, second and third person singular, you know, I, you, he, she. Far, you're going to be using that far more than, for example, they. And you're going to be using certain verbs more than others. And you're going to be, you know, so, so basically, I, you know, I still find even these days, there are, there are some times when I come to conjugate a Spanish verb, for example, which might be in the, I don't know, the vosotros form in the, in the, in the simple past of, a, of an unusual verb, and I'm not quite sure how it works. So there's, it is like an ongoing process of 
kind of knowing how to conjugate all the important verbs in different tenses and then not quite being clear about others. And that's totally fine because once you've got the basics down then the communication is, is kind of taken care of. So that's what I did in, the, in with my first few languages. I think I kind of went through, I did these grammar. I, I learned the grammar basically. And I would kind of I'd, I'd copy out verb tables and do the exercises. But then when it was the time when it, when I really, when I really learned it, when it became automatic and I, you know, and accurate was after a, a long time, a long period of speaking. Because when you speak, you, you get feedback, right? You realize whether people have understood what you say. You also get to hear other people saying these, you like using these conjugations and you, you just imp- increase your confidence across the board. A lot, a lot of this is about confidence, you know? So when you spend a lot of time with, say, Spanish speakers and you hear them saying these verbs over and over again, you just know instinctively that it's right. And then what happens over a period of time is that your your just general understanding of the language gets so good that you just know instinctively whether something um, sounds right or not. It's like the, subjunct- the subjunctive is a, is a classic example. Um, I remember in French, je veux que tu fasses is I want you to do something. In French, right? And, I rem- and that's the subjunctive, and it's not something we were ever taught in school. But I, but I remember, I remember that quite clearly because it was just it sticks out like a sore thumb, and you just get used to hearing it, right? And so, yeah, that was basically the process. So that's what I did when I first started. Now, what I'm doing in Italian now is a bit different, and I I don't know exactly how it's going to work out, so I can't tell you this is definitely the right way. But in my first month of learning Italian right now. Rome, which is, you know, very much the same as, very, very, very similar to Spanish, right? It's not the same. That was, that's not right. But it's very similar to Spanish in the way it functions, which in many ways actually is a disadvantage for me because the risk is that I just kind of transmit my Spanish onto my Italian and end up speaking sort of pseudo Italian Spanish, which is not what I want to do. In the first month, I'm getting a lot of input. And I am specifically not looking up grammar rules for the most part. Certainly not, certainly not verb conjugations. A few things I had to look up, like how, how pronouns work in Italian, because they kind of, there are a lot more than in Italian, than in Spanish. Uh, so articles, I mean, well, pronoun. There's, there's a lot of stuff that's different, but basically I'm not looking up grammar rules. I'm just doing a lot of reading and listening. And the idea behind this is that over the course of the month, I'm going to, I'm going to be able to learn a lot of this stuff naturally without the need to look it up in rule books. And I'm already finding that a lot of verbs and verb conjugations and different tenses are starting to sink in already. When I think about how to how to conjugate certain verbs in the imperfect or in the future, or even in the subjunctive, it's already gone into my to my brain in a fairly natural way. Certainly, to the extent that I understand how these conjugations are working, when I hear it, I know what it means. But it's going to be a very different matter when at the one month mark, I start speaking. So I'm not doing any speaking until the first month. And I'm going to record my first few conversations after that one month point. So after one month of massive input, I'm going to record my first few conversations so you can kind of see exactly what happens at that moment, which is going to be very, very interesting. But I, I, I do already pretty much know what's going to happen in terms of verbs and verb conjugations, which is that I'm going to struggle because there is a difference between being able to understand something and being able to say it. And I'm sure you can relate to this, Ron. You, you probably understand a lot of verbs when you hear them in Spanish. You can probably recognize them, but it's just it's when it comes to speaking that you, you, you just get confused, right? It takes too long to think 
through those verb tables in your mind. So my approach to this is going to be as follows. First of all, I'm going to make sure I keep up with my listening and reading big time because I know that mastering the, all these different grammatical elements of a language is basically a consequence of exposure to them. Right, so the only way I'm going to get to master verb conjugations in Italian is by having a lot of exposure to it. That's the kind of big picture thing, right? So I'm going to make sure I keep that up. But also, I know that when I come to speak, I'm going to make all kinds of mistakes with verb conjugations. And I'm, there's going to be a lot of stuff that I don't know how to say as well. I, I'm not going to know how to conjugate certain verbs in the past tense and, and stuff like that. So I think most likely what I'm going to do is over a, a period of a couple of weeks, start to use one of these grammar practice books and just do a lot of drilling and testing because that's what's going to just make me aware of things. You know, sometimes when you see when you see stuff explained to you and you see it on a piece of paper like that, that is enough to make it click. Often it's not the case, but I think you have to go through a, a phase of looking at and practicing these rules. So just to kind of bring it into your conscious mind. So I'm going to be, I think I will do a little bit of that. I'm not looking forward to it particularly, but I think it's necessary. And also I'll be making sure that I get corrected on that stuff as well from, from my, from my tutors so that I know if I'm, if I'm making those mistakes and then a combination of actually starting to speak regularly. So, so I have to start producing and I'm going to be speaking every day. I'm going to have sessions speaking every day of some kind, whether it's a lesson or a language exchange or something, because I know that when you start to speak regularly, that's when you start to sort this stuff out in your mind. Right. So that is, I know that's going to be the point where these things, where this starts to come together. So a combination of actually speaking a lot, keeping up the listening and also doing some targeted study of these conjugations is, is what I'm going to aim for. And then as well, longer term, the other thing is going to be just to start to go out and live an Italian life as much as I can, you know, actually go out and make friends and hang out with people and have conversations. Because in all my other languages, like that's how I ended up really dominating verb conjugations. It's not, it wasn't through the study. Like the study helps to kind of put it on the map for you. So you know more or less how certain verbs uh, inflect and, and, and write themselves out in these different languages. But once you've, but that's only like priming your brain it's really once you actually go out and start using these verbs, like talking with people, that the the small number of really useful verbs in conjugations that you really need and will need on a daily basis, that's when they really bed down. And then so as soon as you've got that and you're confident with those, then the other verbs and the other conjugations will come naturally over time as long as you're still, as long as you keep listening, as long as you keep speaking with people. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's the, that's the way I see it. So I've talked about what I used to do in when I first started language. I've talked about what I'm doing now with my Italian projects. And again, make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel if you want to actually see how I, because I'm sure I'm going to be talking about that when, when the speaking starts, right? So then the third thing is kind of big picture thoughts and, and, and principles. And I've covered some of these already in what I've said. But in general, I think that the golden rule must be that you're getting lots and lots of exposure to Spanish. So that means a lot of listening and reading. The trouble with listening is that sometimes this stuff passes you by. Like you can understand a lot of what you're saying, what a, lot, a lot of what you're hearing without necessarily being conscious of the detail. So what I've been finding with Italian is that reading is what actually really helps you focus on detail for obvious reasons. You know, you can see it there on the page. So I would focus on getting a lot of 
reading and regular reading every day in Spanish. So you can see these verb conjugations on the page in action. So lots of input. Secondly, you've got to be doing lots of speaking because that's how you start to sort this stuff out in your in your brain. And the interaction with people will help you figure out the uh, the um, you, you know that helps to make it to activate all this stuff in your brain, right? And the third thing is some of what you what's known as a focus on form. So some deliberate attention to the rules of the conjugations is also going to be helpful. And I think some deliberate practice and, and drills will, would also be helpful in the early stages, just to kind of get that into your in, into your into your brain and starting to kind of just hardwire that into, into your understanding of the language. But as you as you'll probably be, be be garnering from my response here, I see it mostly as a holistic thing, and I think where most people will fail is because they're simply not getting enough exposure. You know, someone left a comment on one of these YouTube videos that I'm making about Italian the other day and said, "Wow." Because I'm doing about three hours a day of listening, and someone said, "Someone said, wow, I, that's a hell of a lot.' I, I, I'm only getting 15 minutes a day, and I, I thought that was enough. And um, of course, 15 minutes a day is better than nothing. And if you do 15 minutes a day over time, that that adds up, right? But really, if you're looking to dominate a language, you need to get more into your brain than that. You know, 15 minutes over a 24-hour period is it's not going to break the back of of the language. So you need to really make a conscious decision to, to up the amount of input that you're getting. And that's what's going to help you dominate these verb conjugations uh, over time. So I hope that was helpful, Ron. It's a great question. And let me know if that, if that answer was helpful. You can find the show notes at IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 268. If anyone else out there listening has any specific tips or you think I haven't maybe dealt with it in enough depth or detail or I'm missing something please uh, come and leave a comment on the on on the show notes page as well because it's always really really useful to hear from everybody else now at the end of every episode I like to leave you the resource of some kind on the topic of the show and for so many different reasons it is this Italian project at the moment that I'm putting all my energy into and I would like you to be following along so please go over to I will teach you language.com forward slash episode 268 which is the show notes for this for this podcast and look at the links to all the various parts of the project where I'm listen, listing my resources, where I've got the YouTube channel, all of that stuff. And come and follow along. You can do so by email or by notifications on YouTube. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I, from my side, like I'm really putting so much effort into this project that uh, I, I don't want it to be, to be wasted. So the more of you guys who come and follow along and can, can lend me your support for the duration of the, <laughs> of the project, uh, the better that will all be helpful to me all right then thanks for listening see you back in the next episode thank you so much for listening to today's episode i really hope you enjoyed it you know one of the questions i get asked most often about language learning is how to improve your memory because things get so much easier when you learn new words and you don't forget them later in conversation when you really need them so what i decided to do was to put together a a a short email course it's a three-part email course over three days that teaches you my favorite techniques for memorizing vocabulary and actually putting that vocabulary into your long-term memory. It's a short course, three days, it's completely free, and if you'd like to sign up for it, please go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free memory course. 